Hey, Bokotov, Mardim with some hot today's office, the Afsadic Zion, Inc. Subasis, we learned proportional philosophy and Ruma. So, right from the top of the page, Kate said the last word on the first line Kate said Mocheres. We talked yesterday about a woman uh, who uh, her husband died and he could, she could sell uh, property that really goes to the Orshim in order to collect Mizonos and to collect Perktuba. We'll talk more in detail about that. But we says, Kate Mocheres, how does she sell specifically about the Mizonos? We talked about Mocheres with Sevastam, and she says it's for the Mizonos. That's the Machlokas about the Mizonos. In other words, when she's collecting for Mizonos, she needs food. So she doesn't have to wait to go to Bezdin for that because, uh, you know, that'll take time. You have to go to a court. She needs to eat right now. So <clears throat> Misha said, the Bryce said, we're going to talk about it in, in the next mission also that she's allowed to sell property, real estate of the ocean in order to collect, in order to collect in zonos. So Kate says, how does she do that? Once every, once a year, once every 12 months, she can make a deal to sell this property. But the purchaser supplies her only once every 30 days, meaning he, let's say they make a deal $120, she sells a field for $120. He gives her $10 a month, once a month. He doesn't pay the whole amount at one shot, why? Because if she gets married in the meantime, then she loses the Mizonos, right? She loses the Mizonos once she's married. She's supposed to support the husband, the, the husband uh, agreed to in the Ksuba that he's going to feed her as long as she doesn't get remarried They'll feed her from the Yorsham's uh, estate. But uh, if she needs to eat and the Yorsham don't give her food, she's entitled to go sell the field, one of the fields, let's say. And she sells it annually, but the purchaser only pays it installments once every 30 days. So in case she gets married, in between, they can give the rest of the money back to the Yorsham. You don't sell for a whole year at a time. Only six months at a time, the same idea that you only pay it installments. The purchaser only pays, gives her the money in installments once every 30 days. So that if she gets married in between, the rest of the balance of the money, he can turn over to the Yorsham who are entitled to it. It's their, it's their estate. The machlokas here was, do you sell for a whole year at a time or for six months at a time? Same thing, do you sell it for a whole year at a time, make a deal for a whole year at a time. Maybe you'll get a better deal then. That's what Rafuna said. But we have a price like But you only sell for six months. In other words, you sell enough for six months at a time, or do you sell enough for a year at a time? What's the basis of the machlokas, right? Presumably, what, what would be a better deal for the Orshim, or maybe a better deal for her. Uh, but the question is, how much she might Technically, you could say, just do it every six months. Maybe we should get married in between. Maybe you don't be much uh, more than once a year. That's the machlokas here. The psak is like Rabbi Yehuda, that the bride like him, that you says she only sells once every six months. And the purchaser supplies or pays her that amount of money, the money that she would need to buy food. He only gives her the money once uh, once a month in installments. So you just said, uh, Amemer said that Allah is like Rav Yudah. What about Rav Huna's Allah that he said, you only sell once a year, not every six months. I didn't hear what Rav Huna said. I don't hold of his Allah. There's a price both ways. And Amemer Paskin like Rav Yudah.
Of course. That's her lean is the ksuba. The ksuba is her lean, yeah. The ksuba is her lean. The ksuba entitles her both to Mizonos and to the $200 or the extra whatever's on there. That's her lean, yeah. Here's a question. What happens if she sells fields for Mizonos? She sells them to Yankel. She sells the fields to Yankel so that she can eat. She's hungry. The Yorsham don't have any food or their children or whatever, she sells the food, she sells for food. And we said she could sell, sell for food, even not by going, not with a court order, not going to court because she has to eat. Uh, for the Ksubas, we'll see that's different. The Ksuba, he said, for the Ksuba, she has to go to court, right? Uh, because that's not something that she needs right now to eat. But for food, you can't wait. You can't wait till you come to court. She needs to eat so she could sell even without a bezin. But when she sells the fields for the Mazonos, <laughs> here's the question. She sold the field to Yanko because she needs food, right? Sold for a year. And let's say she sold the field for $200. Now, when she collects her Ksuba, the Yorshim have no more money. They don't know what to pay her for, no more Yorshim. So she goes back and she goes back to the same Yanko that she sold the field. She says, well, listen, I got a Ksuba over here. That's my lien. I have a Ksuba. So she sold the field to somebody from Mizonos, and now she's going after the same field for the same guy that she sold it to. Does that work? Can she go now and demand and seize the field from these guys? Why? Because they bought it yesterday. Her lien is from the Ksuba when she got married 20 years ago. She has a prior lien. Can we boil a bit of Yosef? The question is the pen of Yosef, the Roma of Yosef, Armelosa the Zavanachrayas, he asked me, but he did it, Zavanachrayas. The question is dependent on Yosef, the basis on Yosef's point. Why? Yosef says that an Almona who sold a field, who, who has to be responsible for that field? In other words, you sold a field, that's you sell a field with a Chrayas, meaning that if somebody takes away, I'm going to make good on it. Who, who may has to make good on it? The Yosomim. Because when she's selling the field, she's selling it on behalf of the Yisamim. They should either give her the field, give her the money. If they don't give her the money, she has to go sell the field. So here, this Salmona who sold the field, who who is the, who's responsible for it if somebody takes away the field? Well, Rebbeo said, the, the, the Yisamim, it has to come from the estate. Similarly, if a Bezdin, let's say she went to Bezdin, she didn't do it on her own, or Bezdin sold the field, the Achrayis is on the Yisamim. My, even the Achrayis, they asked me, Tarka, do you say since... The, the Achrais is on the Yisoma, meaning she sold the field to them, right, with Achrais. Who's responsible for it? The Yisoma. Well, she could take it because then uh, the Yisoma have to be responsible for it. Oh, Dilma. The third party. Now she's collecting. Now she says, okay, fine. I right. sold the field for Mizonos. Right. I'm just selling you field because I needed Mizonos. Right. I sold you the field. But when's the, what's the date of the sale? Today, right? Five minutes later, she says, I have a lien on it from before. But when she sells to the zone, doesn't she have a lien for the zone? No, no, no. No, no, First of all, if she does, that's even better. Why wouldn't she? Okay. The Ksuba is the lien on everything. Right. Okay, fine. Now she sells it from Mizonos, right? right? She sells it from Mizonos. So now Yanko has the field. Now she says, what? I gotta, I'm taking away the field because I have a lien from 20 years ago for the Ksuba. Her, that very same lien is what she's collecting with now. The sale was a new sale. She just sold it to Yanko. I said, you know, whatever the reason was, she sold it to Yanko because she needs food. Now she comes and says, wait a minute, I have a lien on that field. 
So do you say, wait a minute, since the Achrayis is on the Yisomim, they have to make good on it. Too bad. The Achrayis on the Yisomim, she sold it. The Achrayis is on them. So if she takes it away, they have to, they, they, she can go, the uh, Yankel could go to the Yisomim. Odilma Masyamle, they could say, or the purchaser, this Yankel could say, listen, I understand. When you sold us the field today, we understand that if somebody has a prior lien on the field, we're taking that chance, right? We should have checked the survey and all that stuff. You know, you check the records to see if somebody has. We understand that. If somebody else had a field, we, you didn't accept that point. You only sold it today. You didn't accept the point yourself, Achrayas there. Not your Achrayas, the Yisomim, but Achrayas and Afshach Milo Kabbalah. But we expect that you, that you accepted the responsibility, the obligation of yourself. In other words, when you woman sold it to us, that you weren't going to come and take it back from us, that you're responsible for that, at least from your own point of view. You understand? We understand that when we bought a field today and you say, I don't accept any responsibility, it's not mine, I'm just selling it because I need food, right? I'm selling the Orshman's food and I accept no responsibility if somebody has a prior lien on it. Somebody else has a prior lien on it. Let's say there was a Balchov who the husband who died now, her husband who died now, he owed money some, to somebody from 40 years ago. And that field was subjected, that field was, uh, was obligated to that loan. Now she married him 20 years ago. He died now, she married him 20 years ago. So the Balchov is a prior lien on it before her ksuba. So the guy Yankel who bought the field today could say, I understand if there was a prior uh, lien there, I understand you're not responsible for that. But you have to be responsible for the sale that you yourself just made. You sold the Tasta. I, I didn't expect you to come and take it from us, that you're responsible for that. It's his job to it's his job to check it out. He's his job to check it out. His job to check it out. Or maybe he knew about it, and that's his argument. I know you had a but you're not going to come and collect your your you 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 yourself sold it to me. I understand if somebody else, that's what he said. You didn't accept responsibility. Of if somebody else would come with a prior lien, but your own responsibility, I thought you would accept. On relay, so yeah, that was the question that he asked. The, the boy, that was the question that we started. But they asked this question of Sheshes if she sells a field from his owners, a field of the Asomim, she sells it from his owners, can she go back and distrain upon it? Can she go take it back? On relay, Tanisua, do you learn? She's allowed to sell the Yorshim's property to collect from his owners up until. The amount of Riksuba or down, let's say down to the amount of Riksuba. She knows how let's say she has somebody come in and evaluate how much everything is worth. So she could sell it for Amazonas up down up, up until the amount of Riksuba. The Samachla and whatever's left, she can rely on Shitig Riksubasamanashashik from the rest. Shmam, you know, you see, Shaira ain. If she left something over, then she can collect Riksuba, low Shaira low. In other words, it's a valid argument. This that the Yankel could say. You have to accept response. You yourself sold it to me. You have to accept at least responsibility for that, that you're not going to come and take it right back. That, why? Because we see in the Bryce, the Bryce says she's allowed to sell down until the amount. How much can she sell? All the orphan's property down until there's left just the amount for the Ksuba. But if she left, if she, that means if she left that amount, she could collect the Ksuba from there. If she didn't leave it because she sold it off to Yankel and now there's nothing to collect from, uh, then she can't. So who says, why is that such a proof? Maybe it's only telling you she should leave something there to look right nicer that she shouldn't be called an Indian giver. You know, what do you mean? You sold it to me and now you're taking it right back. Maybe that's just good advice. But if she actually did it, maybe she could claim if she doesn't mind being called an Indian giver, maybe she could take it back. Because in Cain, if that would be the case, listen, they go with Subasa Minashar. 
She should just say she should collect it from the rest. My samachla, that she can rely on that. Shmamina, it, that's all she can rely on. She can only rely on whatever's left after she sold from Zonos. For her ksuba, she has to leave something that collected ksuba. Shireen, lo, shire lo. That is to say that if there's not enough for ksuba and for Mizonos, too bad, she just gets her ksuba. If she sold it off from Mizonos, she has nothing left. Why, why didn't, I don't understand. Why doesn't she have a first lien? The guy never, the, the, the third party, Yanko, owes her money, right? No. Let's say he doesn't pay. No, no. We're talking about where she sold it. She no, sold it and he paid. To a third party. He doesn't know. Yeah. On this, and he has to pay her, we said, every year, every six months, whatever it is. No, no. That's, yeah, yeah. That, well, that, does right. she have a lien on that? No. Uh, uh, she has the, uh, no, yeah. Let's she, say he doesn't pay. We're talking about what he paid already. We're talking about what he paid already. If he paid already, if he didn't pay, then sure he could argue it out. He could say, I'm not going to pay you. Right, you're not going to pay you. No, we're talking about where he paid her already. He paid for the whole thing. He paid for the whole thing. She sold the whole thing. She sold it. And now she wants to claim it back again. He paid for it already. Can she take it back anyway, despite the fact that he paid for it? Because she has a prior lien. Even if paid for it. When you, when, but it would yeah. be the same if he didn't pay her. If she he could come and say, I want, yeah, my, I want my yeah, suit. yeah, she could say that too. She but could she, say that but, too. But she makes a difference. The payment is not the issue. The issue is, can she take the field back after right. she sold it? Right. That's the issue. So the Gemara said, no, she cannot take it back because only she has to leave enough for the Ksuba. If she sold the Ksuba also, she sold the value of the field that's related to the Ksuba, she can't take that back. Here's an question. In general, we have a cloud that Dvarm Shabalev ain't a Dvarm. Something that was in your mind that you didn't specify, that does, it has no meaning. But over here, when it was known that a man sold something and then he didn't need the money, he was desperate. He was desperate, he needed money to pay off something or to buy something, he had to buy some merchandise or he needed it to buy something else, whatever he needed it for. And then it turned out that he didn't need the money. He didn't specify it up front, but it was known that he, that he was only selling, let's say his house, because he needed the money for something that he was desperate for. And then it turned out, situation changed. He came into some money from some other place. Can he go back on the deal? Can the deal go back or not? So Toshma, Dugav, again, if you specified it, obviously you specified, I'm only selling it on such and such a condition. But here he didn't specify it, but apparently it was known that that was what he needed to do. Because if it wasn't known, it's what we call Dvarm Shabalev. So here it was no Tashma, the Hugava, the Zavanar, the Papa, man sold the field to a Papa. This is a Lemizman Turi, because he needed the money to buy oxen. He couldn't plow his field. So he sold a piece of land that he, that he didn't want to sell, but he was forced to sell because he needed to buy oxen. At the end, he came into some other money and he didn't need to sell his, this field. Then he needed it. He said, We know about that. The end, he didn't need it. Either, either the um, uh, the people who wanted to sell him the field, the sell him the oxen, uh, didn't want to sell it to him. Whatever the situation changed, either he came into some money, he didn't need the money anymore, or the people that he was going to buy the oxen from didn't want to sell it to him anymore. So he didn't need the money at the end. Papa gave him back his field. In other words, he sold the field to a papa because he was desperate for money, and they knew that. And then uh, when he didn't, he didn't need the money anymore for whatever reason, the deal fell apart or he came into some other money, Rapapa returned the land. Um, return it back. So that's a proof, Lachora, that if you don't need the money, after you needed the money, you sold it under one understanding and then you didn't need it, the deal's off. 
The Gemara says, no, Rapapa lifted Mishra Sadin Hudab. Maybe Rapapa went beyond the strict interpretation of the law. Maybe Rapapa could have said, no, you sold me the field. You didn't put, you didn't specify, you didn't stipulate in the deal that it's only if the other deal comes across. You sold me the field. But Rapapa was a nice guy. And then lifted Mishra Sadin he knew the guy really didn't want to sell the field. So he gave it back to him. So you can't prove it from there. Tashma from another case. Nadar had a famine. Nadar, like most of the rivers, most of the cities in those days were on the river. And the, the wheat, etc., came from Ukraine or from wherever it came via the river. And there was a famine in Nadar. There was no wheat. Everybody sold their houses, their palaces. They sold all their, their land. And because they were desperate, they, they had no they had no wheat, no money, etc. It was a famine, so they sold everything, and then great great inflation, whatever. Then at the end, wheat did show up. Amalur of Nachman said, "Dinu You got to give the houses back because they only sold it with the understanding. Nobody wanted to sell their homes; they sold it because they were desperate. So here you see that the deal can go back. There was also a mistaken sale. The Goy Melsa, it turns out, the Arba Bakuli had the Kaima, that the, the, the ship that had the wheat was in the bays, meaning there was like a high tide and they couldn't, uh, they couldn't dock. And the, the ships were out uh, somewhere beyond the uh, vision of the, of, the, of the city, but they were on the way. So it turns out it was a mistake. They thought there's not going to be any wheat and they're going to be starving and they had to sell their houses and everything they can just to get a little bread. So they were, there was a famine. So, they, but they were, they, were, they were sold under a misunderstanding. It was a mekechtos. And if it's mekechtos, it's uh, the deal, uh, the deal is off. It was only sold under that understanding. It was clear to everybody that they were only selling their houses because they were desperate because there was a, there was a drought, there was a famine and there was no food. But had they known that wheat was just around the corner, they wouldn't have sold and therefore the deal goes back. The buyer can also back out? Yeah, they can all back out. They can all back out. The deal's off. When you say the deal's off, the deal's off automatically. Ihachi. So now we're going to see the way Rashi, the Rashi and Tosas disagree here about the Pshat. See, Ihachi says, This is, this makes sense with the following dialogue, meaning that it was a Mekhtos. Why? Because Ram Barshmuel then said to Rav Nachman, if you're going to go back on the deal and came Nitzis Machshil Lasulavo, you're going to fool the people. In other words, you're going to cause them to stumble in the future. Why? Because if you can go back, all these people sold their houses because they thought there was a famine and there really was no famine, then in the future also nobody's going to want to, uh, nobody's going to be able to sell their homes. Nobody's going to buy it because everybody's going to say, oh, I'm going to buy something and then tomorrow you're going to go back on the deal. That's what Rav Ishmael said to Rav Nachman. According to what you're doing, that you're telling everybody to return, everybody gets their homes back. Nobody's going to, you're not going to find any buyers in the future. Everybody's going to be uh, reticent to buy something, and they're going to lose it right afterwards. Amalei, so Nachman said to him, you think it's a common that there should be a famine here? Uh, it's not common. It is common. It is common for there to be a, a famine. So according to the way Rashi learns, the Tosis learns it differently, he brings on the Rashbam, but he, he says the way Rashi learns is that that in Cain, he puts in the words in Cain at the beginning of this dialogue, it's, a, it's like vadai. Rashi says here, if you look in Rashi's Lashon Yachi, Hainu Vadai, Hainu Vadai de Omele. Not Yachi uh, Hainu, uh, just without Hainu, but he says Yachi Hainu Vadai. This makes sense with this argument that what? 
that Rami Bashmul said to Rav Nachman, then you're gonna, nobody's gonna want to buy fields in the future. And he said, well, there's not always a famine. He says, yeah, there's a, it is common to have a famine here. And whenever there's a famine, you can assume, says Rashi, where maybe the boats are right around the corner. You can't see them. They're out in the bays with the high tide and the deal's gonna go off. So uh, that's, it, it is very common to have that. And therefore, you're, nobody's going to buy fields. Nobody's going to want to buy fields anymore. In other words, Rabbi Shmuel had said to him, if you're going to go back on the deal, uh, well, it's very common here that there could be famines and this is going to be a common occurrence, etc. And therefore, the deal is always going to be off because it's a mekechtos. But Rashi goes on right before the mission. Rashi goes on to say, the, if, if, if it was not because of this misunderstanding, they thought that there's a famine. There really was no famine because the boats were just around the corner. But if there wouldn't have been this issue, simply was that the guy sold because uh, he needed the money and then it turns out he didn't need the money or, or the, 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 this individual who sold got some weed himself on the side uh, and he didn't need it at the end, then, uh, then there wouldn't be any michshol. It's a michshol. If, if it was a rare occurrence, then it's not gonna be a michshol. A michshol means, well, if everybody gets their, everybody who sold their field or their house gets it back, uh, gets it back right away, nobody's gonna wanna buy. That's because it's a common occurrence. If it wouldn't be a common occurrence, then it's a straight, then it's a rare thing. Then it's not going to prevent other purchasers from buying it. The issue was the michshol. But according to Pshat and Rashi, the Gemara now, the Gemara's final maskana is against us because what are we saying till now? Where have we said in the case of Rapapa? Oh, Rapapa went lefnimishur sadin. What about the case of the famine in Arda? Oh, that was a mekachos. Uh, that's why it went back. But the gist of this is is that really once you make a deal. Even if the other guy knows it, it's because you need the money, but it's not a mekach tos. It wasn't based on a misunderstanding or a Republican then basically, you wouldn't be able to go back on a deal once you sold it, even if your circumstances changed. But the halach is otherwise. says the Gemara, at the end of the Gemara, if you sold something and you didn't need the money, you sold it because you needed the money and people knew that you needed the money. So even though you didn't stipulate it, if you sold it only with that understanding because you needed the money, and then at the end you didn't need the money, the deal could go back. According to Rashi, the way Rashi learned, the Hilchasa goes against the gist of what the Gemara has been saying. According to Tosis, it brings down a different shot to understand that, that it's Ihochi. He, does, he doesn't say, like Rashi says, Ihochi, oh, vade, this makes sense with what Rav Shmuel said to Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman answered him. Shmuel said, yeah, it is very common to have a famine here. Therefore, it is common to have a mechshel, the way Rashi learns. Etc. But then the halach is otherwise. According to the way Tosh brings on a different shot, that the just the, the dialogue would tell us that just the opposite that uh, that the sale isn't uh, the sale does go back even not because it's shchir or not shchir because the truth is he says Rashi says Rashbam brings on Rashbam that even if a famine is, is common, it's not common for the ships to be stuck in the bay, and therefore uh, if it go if the deal goes back. The deal goes back simply because his circumstances changed, not because it was a mekachtos. It's not a mekachtos. Mekachtos means the whole thing was a misunderstanding. Here, our issue is if you sold it because you needed the money. There was no misunderstanding at the time. You needed the money right now. It wasn't like you didn't know something. Afterwards, the situation changed. Afterwards, you came into some money. Or the guy that you needed the deal for uh, fell apart, the deal for some other reason. That's our issue. Does that deal go back or not? The Gemara Paskins, yeah, the deal goes back, but presumably it's only when there's a, you, you, the, the purchaser knew that the guy was selling because he was desperate for some other uh, purchase for some other reason that he needed it. If he didn't know about it, the hearts, that's Dvarm Shabalev and Ain't Dvarm.
yeah, that's what Gemara says. Yeah, yeah. If they, if that's it was apparently, yeah, that's what Gemara says. Hilfa, that's Gemara's sock. But again, it's where the guy knew, the purchaser knew that he did it only because he needed the money. Well, you wouldn't sue that in common law. Presumably, you wouldn't do that today. Right. Otherwise, every deal, you know, it's only for you. Right, right. It's too complicated. Right. So, the Tanakama says here, the Tanakama usually is Reb Mayers, we'll see, says that an Amana, whether she's an Amana Menaeris, meaning she wasn't really married, the marriage was never consummated, or a suin, she's entitled to sell, right? She's entitled to sell venison. Now, a girl of Mayerson has no Mazonis yet because the husband doesn't have to feed her. So, when she's, what is she selling for? The Ksuba. Again, if we talked before, it's either in a place where they gave a Ksuba for a Ayerson, they had a Ksuba there, or or he happened to write the Ksuba, and he says, you get it even from Ayerson. Now he died before he ever consummated. So the Tanakhama says, Ayerson, where she's only collecting the Ksuba, there's no Mazonas there, or Asuin, where there's even Mazonas, she can sell without this, and says the Tanakhama. Rav Shimon disagrees. Rav Shimon says, if she's entitled to food, that means she was married, she was fully married, he has to give Mazonos. Except there is no Mazonos. Why should you go to Besden? Why should she be able to sell it on her own for the Ksuba? There's no, there's no uh, um, urgency. There's no urgency. She doesn't need food now. She's not getting food anyway. So she's selling for the Ksuba. You know, and John for the Ksuba, she's got to do it with a bezin to make sure the bezin approves it. Farsham say that even without a bezin, she should sell it with her. She has to be three commoners. She just can't evaluate it on her own. What does she know about, about purchases? You should at least have a shamai or, or three experts who know what the process is worth, but you don't need a bezin. Nishayin Lamazonas, says Rabbi Shimon. She's not entitled to food. If she's not getting it for food, for food, we understand. I need food. I'm hungry today. I can't wait till bezin opens up tomorrow. So that we understand. But if it's for, um, uh, but if it's for the uh, Ksuba, then she should go to Besan. The Tanakhama says no. The Tanakhama says whether she's collecting for the Arison, meaning whether she's only collecting Ksuba or she's collecting for the food where she's been married already, everybody agrees that she only gets Mazonis if she's been married. The question is, can she sell without a Besan even for the Ksuba or only for Mazonis? If Shimon says only for Mazonos, and therefore if she's on Marm and Arison, she doesn't collect. So the Gemara explains that. I understand why she's allowed to collect. She's allowed to sell, again, the Orshman's property, um, even if they're not, uh, you know, without their approval. She's allowed to sell uh, their property to collect Mazonos. I understand. Elamina Arison. So Menasuan, I understand because of Mazonos. But Mena Arison, where she doesn't have Mazonos, why should she be allowed to collect even without a Bezdin? My time. You know what? If you make it too difficult, for women to collect their ksuba, where she's not getting mazonas, she's only getting mayerson. If you make it too difficult for them, they're not going to want to get married. Oh, you're giving me a ksuba, big deal. You know, I got to go to court. It's a whole big mess. You have to go to court. She doesn't want to bother with that. So says that the women should find, that the husbands should find grace in the eyes of the woman for goodwill. So we say, you know what? If she has to collect her ksuba, she doesn't have to go to Besant. Tell you very simply why. A man doesn't want his wife He's what I mean, he dies, and he doesn't. He didn't want his wife to have to go to Besdin to collect. So therefore, a person doesn't want his wife to be embarrassed to go to Besdin. It's it's embarrassing. So the rabbi said she can collect Tuksuba even without going to court. Without without going to court. In other words, she, she has to sell property. She can sell without a court uh, court order uh, with an evaluation, etc. My benai. What's the difference from these two reasons? Either way, according to the Tanakhama, she can collect 
without going to, she can collect her tribu by selling a property without going to court. If she's divorced, if the reason is because of chayn, in other words, women, what does it mean chayn? A woman who, as we'll explain in a minute, at the, a woman who has been intimate with her husband, now she has to go to court to collect what was due her. Well, you know what? Even though she's divorced now, a woman still needs chayn. You still want to encourage women to get married. So if she's a grusha, she still is entitled to collect without going to court. But if the reason why you say she can collect without going to court is because a man doesn't want his wife to be divorced, to, to have to go to court to collect, it's too embarrassing. You know what? He doesn't care if she's divorced. If he divorces his wife, he doesn't care. Let her go to court. He doesn't want to. That's usually the feeling once they uh, hate one another. Um, so therefore, it's not because of, no, he says, Grusha, um, if, if it's because of Chayn, so uh, it's not it's the not because of the husband loves her or uh, it doesn't mean he loves her or he hates her. It's because she should have chen. She's the women in general should say, listen, once you have been intimate with your husband, you should be entitled to collect without going to best. But if the reason is he doesn't want his wife to get embarrassed, a grusha, a grusha, he doesn't care. And therefore a grusha would have to go to court to collect. Okay. If not, our mission is... But what? Okay, the reason that the reason what's the underlying the reason? What's yeah, no, no, what's the underlying reason for the Chacham? When the Chacham said that you can collect with her court or without a court, she's entitled to the Ksuba. But they say, okay, does she have to go to court or not? Well, number one, uh, Reb Shimon says if she's not collecting Mazonos, right, she has to, definitely has to go to court. But Rameir, the Tanakama, who says she that she doesn't have to go to court even when she's collecting her Ksuba, what's the reason for that? Why? Mina Irison, when she's not collecting Mizonos, what's reason? I understand when she has to go to court when she has to collect food, but when she has to, when she just gets into Tsuba, why shouldn't she have to go to court? So reason is because the rabbi said otherwise women will be discouraged from uh, from mar- from getting married because they have to, it's a whole big process for them to collect the Ksuba. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, the reason is is the man himself, when he gives the Ksuba, he he's like he mochal her to go to court. No, it's, it's it's an understanding that he has that. However, that only applies if he's if he dies. If he divorces her, then we understand that his will would have been let her go to court and collect it. I don't want to. The, the, the chacham, of course, we we care. It's 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 he's the one. It's his estate that's going to her. It's yeah. his estate that's going to her. He's the one who's paying it. He owes it. He owes it. So the question is, how much do? What does she have to do to collect it? So the rabbi said, uh, if the reason is because of chayin, then either way. Uh, it's a general idea that once a woman has lived with a man, in general, women want to know that they're not going to have to go to court. If the reason is because the reason why uh, you don't have to go to court is because a man wouldn't want his own wife to go to, to go to court. He doesn't want to be embarrassed. But if he divorces her, then that reason won't apply. In other words, what's the reason why you don't have to go to court? What's the underlying reasoning why the rabbi said you don't have to go to court even to collect the ksuba? So is underlying is a general idea for all women? Or is it specific for this man? And in this case, if this man divorced her, he doesn't care. Says the Gemara, Tanan, the Grusha, or some call the best. And the next mission we're going to have on this stop says, it's the actual Shimon says that, the Grusha, or Tim, call the best. Grusha can only sell in business. If you say, if this, the reason is like we just said, you know, man doesn't want his wife to be embarrassed by having to go collect in court in Bezin. So Grusha, he doesn't care about the Grusha. Makes sense. Says Grusha, or Tim, call the best. If the reason is because of grace, Grusha also has to have grace. In other words, she also has to be able to want to get married. Chain means we're saying that 
we don't want women to be discouraged from getting married. So Grushanami Boychein, Gemara says, oh, how money Rav Shimon, that part of the Mishnah, even though the first part of the Mishnah goes like Rav Shimon, the last part of the Mishnah also goes like Rav Shimon, goes like Rav Shimon, and Rav Shimon says, doesn't hold of Chen, because he says that if a woman is only collecting Grusuba, she has to go to court. Well, obviously, he doesn't hold the reason of Chen, because if the reason is because of Chen, so then uh, what's the difference if she's a, a Rusa or a Nesua? Amani Rav Shimini, Marzi Rav Shimon, Hatan Resha. If it's Rav Shimon, we already learned the Resha. Mena Erisin lo Timkor, Ella Vabazin. So what's Rav Shimon teaching me? Why do you tell me over here, the, le- the end of the mission says, the next mission, if you look down a few lines, Grusha lo Timkor, Ella Vabazin. So all oh, they goes like Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon already said in the first mission, on the first mission that we learned on Amad Alf, the bottom of Alf, Rav Shimon says over there, that what? That Mena Erisin lo Timkor, Ella Vabazin. So if we're speaking about, if it's Reb Shimon who says that you can only collect from Bezin, so we already know that a Grusha cannot, uh, cannot collect because she's only collecting silver. But Grusha, it's clear from everybody, Grusha doesn't get Mazonos. And Amana gets Mazonos, a Grusha only gets Rksuba. So it says over there, we already know that. It's not the same. Here's the point. Never was intimate with her husband. So therefore, in general, the concept of Chen is what we want. We don't want women to have to be married and then have to go to court to collect. But that may be applied only when women were fully married, they were intimate with their husband, right? So there you might say, and therefore maybe there Rav Shimon holds, doesn't hold of Chen, because he's a Manamena and there she would have to go to court because you know the reason of Chen doesn't apply, she was never intimate. In other words, women in general would not mind if a woman who was never intimate with her husband uh, would have to go to court because, you know, she wasn't that close to them anyway. Who's been married, she's been intimate with her husband. Maybe Chen does apply there. Kamash Malan, the Rav Shimon holds, you know what? No, even a Grusha who was intimate with her husband, she has got her best because Rav Shimon doesn't hold of Chen at all. That's the point of the last line of the next Mishnah. That's why he says Grusha, a Grusha can only collect with uh, by going to court. Um, that she doesn't have to. That was also said in the Mishnah on Aleph when Rabbi Shimon, the end of the Mishnah Aleph said, says there, right? If a woman doesn't have Mazonos, that means a woman doesn't have Mazonos at all, right? But why wouldn't a woman have Mazonos? If she's an Amana, maybe it's an Amana Mena If she's a Grusha, because she's a Grusha, she doesn't have Mazonos. It says there, it has to go to court. Grusha doesn't come to include Grusha. So again, if an Amar Aleph, Reb Shimon said, that means a Grusha. So why does he have to tell me at the end of the next mission also, Grusha You've already said that a Grusha who doesn't get Mazonos should <coughs> and should have to go to court to collect her Ksuba. So a case where it's a suffix. Remember a case of Mugresh? Let's say a man threw a Ksuba to a wife to his wife, uh, a get, and you're not sure if it got closer to her or closer to him in, in Shusha Rabin. So, or you're not sure if it went into her Shusha or not. So it's a suffix. So in a case like that, Rav Zayra says, Rav Zayra, Dom Rav Zayra, come up from Shaman Gresh's Van Gresh, where it's a suffix. Baal Chaim's on Since she can't get married, she can, can she get married right now if she got, if she's a suffix, who should know? So in a case like that, since she can't get married, the husband still has to feed her. Ah, but now let's say the husband dies. The husband dies now. Would she collect the uh, the would she collect Mazonos? No. Rabbi Zayra says if he's alive, so she can't get married because they're not sure if you're divorced or not. But once he's dead, where she could get married anyway. And the question is that she still get Mazonos or not? Is she an Almana 
Or was she a grusha before? A suffolk, it's a suffolk mamon. Most Michael Variah can't prove it, therefore she wouldn't get Mazonas. And that's what he means in this case. So Rabbi Shimon indeed doesn't hold of Chain. And Rabbi Shimon says that Almana Mena Erison, where uh, Almana Mena Erison has to go to Besden, right? He has to go to Besden because he's not worried about uh, any of the other, any of the reasons like the Tanakama. She has to go to Besden, she's not getting Mazonos. And doesn't hold of uh, of Chain. Chain doesn't apply. He doesn't hold of Chain. Doesn't hold of Chain. And he doesn't hold of, even if you hold the reason of Rosh Hashanah by Grusha, that doesn't apply. And he hold, and therefore, therefore he says, Grusha lo Timko of the Besden, that could be a Grusha who's a Suffolk Grusha. But in a Hanami, a regular Grusha, you could learn out from Kol She'en Mazonos, because a Grusha also, not only does an, does an Arusa, an Almana who's an Arusa, uh, get, not get Mazonos, but also a Grusha wouldn't get Mazonos. There certainly, you have to go to Besden, according to Rav Shimon. Now the Gemara is like this. Um, so again, this question we're still going to deal with. Says just like she collects without bezin, her yarshim yarshik sabasa also mochum shloba bezin also collect without bezin. So we have these two reasons. We've said the reason is what's the reason why an arusa uh, collects according to the Tanakhama? Again, an arusa does not collect. Um, without going to Besson, according to Abshim, but according to Tanakama, even Arusa collects, so she's an Amana, either because of Chaim or because of Shalotus Bazen. So it says over there, Bryce says, just like she sells out Besson, her Yarshim who collect her Ksuba, let's say after her husband dies, she's going to collect Ksuba, but then she dies. She swears she hasn't been paid yet, then she dies. Her Yarshim collect Ksuba. Without going to Besson. If the reason is because a man doesn't want his wife to have to go to Besson to be embarrassed, just like he doesn't want his wife to get be embarrassed, to, to be shamed, he doesn't want the, her, her children also to be embarrassed. If the reason is of Chain, why shouldn't this, why shouldn't her boys who are her Yorshim? Go collect. What, what, what kind of chain does it apply there? Chain doesn't apply to boys. It only applies to girls. Let's say her daughter or her, or her sister are, are her heirs. Let's say there were no sons and there was no father. And her Yorshim are her daughter or her sister, whoever's close to her. In a case like that, chain does apply because they also don't want to. The reason of chain is that women, if women have to go to court, they're not going to want to get the, they're not going to want to get married. Let's say she sold part of her ksuba. She sold part of it. You know, she needed money. So she sold part of her ksuba to somebody else, or uh, the whole ksuba is part of it, or mishkan or she used it as a collateral, or 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 she gave it to somebody else, or then the rest can only be collecting besin. This we'll see is also Rab Shimon. This is Rab Shimon. As Rab Shimon holds, that if you that if you already redeemed either you sold it redeemed it use it for a collateral part of the ksuba she's not in tatum zonas anymore if she's not in tatum zonas what Rabbi Shimon say in the first mishnah once you're not in tatum zonas you have to collect in court because it's not you're not desperate the chamomim the cham say no even if she sold if you sold your whole ksuba then you're not in tatum zonas anymore because that's like I'm out of here I'm out of the family but if you sold part of the ksuba she's still in tatum zonas according to the chachamim. She could sell parts of her in, in stages, and she still and she could still some and she writes, as we learn as I'm selling from Mazonas, 
So here's the interesting thing. The first part of the mission we said before is of Shimon. Then we have the Chacham Shita. They hold you could sell your Ksub in stages and still collect Mazaros. And the last part, the Grushala Timkra Ela the Bezdin, that's from Shimon. Why? Because according to the Chachamim, we saw him at Aleph, even if she's a Grusha, she has to collect either because if the reason is because of Chain. If the reason is because of Chain, she says she, she should be able to sell without going to court. But if you say Grushala Timkra Ela the Bezdin, that would be like Rab Shimon. Masis and who does our mission go like the first part of the mission of Shimon? The Tanya Machkisubasa or Mishkantikisubasa or Asksubas Apotikil Achrif. If she either sold the Ksuba or gave it as a collateral or told somebody else to collect for it, Lachrim. Aim the Mazonis to Ramayr says once he did, if you sold the whole Ksuba, you're not in Tamzaz of Shimon. Even if she only did part of it, half of it, part of it, whatever, of them Zonus sell. So that's the Machlokis in our Mishnah. If you sell, if you sell the Ksuba, if you sold the whole server, everybody agrees you're not entitled to Mazonis anymore. If you sell part of it, the Chum say you're still entitled to Mazonis. Rabbi Shimon say, no, you're not entitled to Mazonis anymore. The Memra to say the Rabbi Shimon Sover, the Rabbi Shimon Sover, the low Amina makes his Kesef to call Kesef. Rabbi Shimon holds that it's partial is not like the whole thing. Rabbi Shimon says, even though she's owned partial Ksuba, she can't collect Ksuba anymore. It's, it's, Rabbi Shimon says, we don't say mixed Kesef, even though she's owed part of the Ksuba, you don't say it's like she's owed the whole Ksuba and she's entitled to Mazonos. For Abaran Sabri, Amrita mixed Kesef Kogosev. As long as she's owed part of the Ksuba, part of the money, it's like she's owed all the money and she's entitled to the Ksuba. But we heard the other way around when it comes to Basula, when it comes to her virginity. The Tanya, a coin girl is only allowed to marry a virgin. That excludes the Bogaris where some of her virginity is gone. They say, even though part of it's gone, it's like the whole thing is still there and, and a coin girl could marry her. So when it comes to the Ksuba, you say, Rabbi Shimon says, partial is not like the whole thing. And here he says partial is like the whole thing. So Gmar says that you're talking about virginity versus money. There's two different things. Hustle McCroy plea. They're the machlokis. What's the interpretation of the Pasik? For mayor suburb Sula, when it says if it would only say Basula, I feel a mix of some. Even part of some would be okay. Basula, I think a some. She has to be a full virgin, meaning she's not a Bulgarian yet. She's not 12 and a half. Bibsula, the Kadarka and Shlok Kadarkalo. It only is it only is prohibited if it's kadarka. If the be with kadarka, we don't look at that. The laws of Shimon Savi, no, Basula, Shlema Mashma. Sula means mashma. If we just say Basula, I would say it means she has to be a full virgin. She's not 12 and a half yet. Basula, Afila mixes Psulum. Even a partial psalm, she's also considered a Basula, and she could marry a coin girl. Bibsula, she called Kayaman, then Kidaka Here of Shimon and Rablazar or Mahmer and say. That all of them have to be laid that makes a difference whether she had Biyash Kadarka, Biyashalokadarka, Minyan Biyashalokadarka, Afilashalokadarka. She can't have Biyah at all. If she had any kind of Biyah, Kadarka, Shalokadarka, she's forbidden to marry a coin girl. But the point that we, the key point is that a girl who's 12 and a half who's lost part of her psulam, she's still considered like a psula because that's how he interprets the Pasik, the word basula. Instead of basula, it says basula. And it says bibsula. So bibsula, according means even if she has partial, that's considered like she has the whole thing. But over here, when it comes to the ksuba, partial is not like the whole thing. So if she sold part of her ksuba, she's no longer entitled to mazonos. All right. Uh, we'll pick it up from the, from the second line, Mir Shem, tomorrow. Have a good day. Why don't we an analogy?